Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast. Your host Chris here with D Palm, and we are back with part nine of Jonathan Hickman. Um, we were supposed to do this in April, or uh, the end of April. Um, things came up, and so we had to delay it. It's a good thing we did delay it because I'm glad we saw the Multiverse of Madness before we did this. These things just happen. They, yes. We don't line them up on purpose. We don't do it on purpose. But um, you know what? I'm going to cut you off there. Chris is being super modest. About a year ago, we looked up. It was after Loki. They mentioned in the finale there had so one of the things Marvel does, particularly in the television and MCU, is they'll tell you what's coming if, if you pay attention. It's almost like at funny the like end Jonathan of Loki, in the last episode. He who remains says there was a multiversal war, and if you kill me and bring back the multiverse, there will be a war again. And you and I were like, we should probably start talking about Jonathan Hickman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so while I, I yes, some, a lot of this is serendipity, we're also very good at this. Yes. Um, so we are for this part nine, we're finishing up Avengers and New Avengers right before we get into Secret Secret Wars. We're doing the infamous time runs out, which is New Avengers twenty four through thirty three, and Avengers uh, thirty five to forty uh, forty four. But they also cover thirty four point one, thirty four point two. But I think we covered both of those last episode. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend, and I did this for this one. I started reading them individually, but I forgot these really do uh, it, it backs forth. Like so. Don't read all the new Avengers, then all of Avengers. It really is one than the other than one the other. So I highly recommend getting um, the trade. The, the trade. I had to go in. I'm not gonna lie. I had to download it because I was like, I'm not doing. I've I've read this so many times, and I do this every time. I back. I do back and forth, back and forth, and it's just a pain in the ass because you can't get a list yes, in like. So you have to read it this way, and it's it's just so much better to to read the time runs out Avengers time runs out uh, uh, um, uh, trade. Uh, because it just tells you, it gives you each of the each of the comics in order, and it tells you a story, and it's and it's it's much more satisfying. Because if you don't do it that way, you're gonna find yourself hopping back and forth between books, <laughs> and it becomes. A- I think we talked about this once with someone, and their chief complaint was they got frustrated in the back and forth. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Because I was reading them live at the time, yeah. And so every two weeks there's an issue. Right. But I, as someone who also owns the trade for the exact same reason you're talking about, yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. Because it's like even the first ones. I think I started with, uh, I think I started with New Avengers, and at the, at the beginning, uh, no, I started with Avengers, and then when I read New Avengers, it literally has uh, in the previous, it has the the end of that Avenger previous Avengers issue, right? Right. So it's like uh, that's when I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I I remember I remember this now. This is where I really do need to go get the trade because you can get by with the other ones, right? Because the other ones are yes. kind of a little off. Like you, you might read like four issues of Avengers and then hop over for four issues of New Avengers, and you can kind of get by on those. But time runs out absolutely needs to be read in the right order. It has to be. Um, I can't imagine doing it out of order. Like I don't think as you're saying that, I'm like God, that would be. I, think- I would have the biggest. I think the first time we did, because you weren't on the first combo book club we did with this, I think we did do it that way. And I was like, what the mm. fuck's happening? And so we had to go back and then read Avengers, and yeah, it became a mess. So I have learned my lessons, and I have the trade paperback <laughs> as a backup for this. So um, Learn yes. from our mistakes. Learn from our mistakes, because um, our heroes here don't. Um, <laughs> so I think, there's, a, there's a, again, to me, 
Time Runs Out is one of those things that at this point Hickman's been kind of teasing us and giving us getting getting everybody prepared for how he he's telling the stuff. But it it has so many Hickman things in it, like from the first the first one being when you jump into Avengers: The New Avengers and Time Runs Out, it's eight months later. Dog, this cocky motherfucker. Eight months later, what? Yeah, so you, so so you, so if you're new to this, you might be like, "Well, let me go find the issues that tell me what happened during the eight months." No, 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 sir. No, 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 no. Hickman's gonna look you in the eye and says, "You think I'm not gonna tell you? <laughs> you don't get that you, yet. <laughs> you, you think I'm not gonna tell you? You, you, you don't, you don't get that yet. This is, this is honestly, I was trying to explain it to someone." This is the perfect jumping on point and also a horrible one mm-hmm. because, yes, you've got a clean slate of eight months, but also you're not used to how this motherfucker likes to tell a story. Right. And I've, I liken it to the, you're one of your best friends who tells a story that you love, but the story is nonlinear. Mm-hmm. That's this. That's how he writes. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, I didn't tell you about Doc Strange. Let me tell you about Strange. All right, so Strange... He forms the word. They got they got they got they got letters. <laughs> he forms words. And you're like, wait, how did he get to strange? And obviously, like Hank Pym, the fuck, nigga. And you're like, oh no, they mentioned him three issues ago. Like, I hate you. Oh well, like, you so like Amadeus just... Chow is part of the part of the Illuminati. So is uh uh, uh Braddock. Like, wait, when when did this happen? What are we? Yo, Braddock's like I'm the last Captain Britain, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? What? What happened There's... to the Captain Britain Corps? Like. <laughs> What the why fuck? Is Kat, why is Brian missing an eye? What's going on here? <laughs> it just, it's yeah, it's 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 a crazy thing. And so I was watching somebody because uh, again, it's, it, the reason why we said it's so great for us to talk about this now after um, Multiverse of Madness is you're seeing a lot of people talking about Secret Wars and wait, are they trying to do Secret Wars? And they're going to do some 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 parts of it. Obviously, they're not going to do the, the obviously time runs out and things like that. They're going to they're change not going to make Doom a god. Right, they're not going to do that. It's probably not going to be Malaku Man. There's, there's so many things they're not going to do because, again, this is very specific to... Sorry, but they're going to tell some of those the bigger concepts, right? What they've always done. They're going to take some of these things and use it, and we've already started to see some of that. Um, so that's why we're talking about this. But the other reason why we did this and we went through all the Hickman stuff is because much like the MCU when everything's connected, everything is with, 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 with Hickman. So... I was on Twitter, and usually, again, I've been on and off Twitter and trying to, you know, for my own mental health, stay off as much as possible. But um, I'm seeing somebody was mentioning about um, about secret, uh, secret, secret wars and about how, you know, yeah, people, you know, talk about secret wars and leading up to that. But Hickman really kind of started it. You could even make an argument that he started it, you know, in Fast Four. And I was like, ah, no, 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 sir, sir, sir. That's an argument. If you, if you show me Fantastic Four, you don't understand when Reed goes to the city underground and says, my daddy swore to that, That's what I was saying. I was like, no, 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 no. You got to go all the way back <laughs> no. to S.H.I.E.L.D. and even Secret Warriors. Like, you got to. This, this, is, this, this is, you, is, you, you, sir, you, sir, have not gone guys, down far enough. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 sir. If you started at Fantastic Four, you have not gone down the rabbit hole yet. <laughs> you have not. You don't understand why the change is that cool. Right. You, you don't understand. You haven't. You haven't reached that point yet, so no, 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 no. Like, like that's the thing for me, right? It's just like, oh wait, you guys, you got, you don't know, you know. It, it, it's so much more involved than that. Like, I remember when we, when I first read this, I didn't get the point of when, 
when Reed is like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is a place that my dad, um, my dad told me about, you know, some secret society. And you're just like, okay, cool, sure, 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 whatever. But having read S.H.I.E.L.D. and what happened with his father and Howard Stark, you're like, Dog, wait, are we just throwing that? He are, says, he said, this is where they, they, they oversaw the orderly end of the universe. Maybe not the best place to meet. <laughs> and I'm just there going like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> that noise is the exact feeling. <sighs> like I was even thinking about, you know, in secret, uh, secret, secret warriors, when you get to the wheel and Da Vinci and stuff like that, and what they were going out to get. And at one point, when you think about what, uh, the Avengers rule was creating and things like that. You have Chong Chi and Replication. I'm like, wait, wait, we did that. We got mm-hmm. those pieces. You have the different pieces. I'm like, wait, this is part of the things that are... son of a bitch. It goes all the way back to Secret Old Warriors. systems and new systems. Right. I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> it's like it's and I think that's the thing that sends a chill up my spine every time I read this stuff. Cause like every time I read it I I, I pick up a new piece and I see a new, a new I see it from a new angle. And things like that. Like, there's just so many pieces here. And and the thing that makes it enjoyable, too, is, like, you don't have to have all those pieces. You don't. Right? If you didn't get that point, the throwaway line. It kind of is a throwaway line of Reed talking about his father and the city and where they found and things like that. Because they're not there long. Right? Because it's right after. Mm -hmm. They're there. And then T'Challa and them translocate in. And they got to leave. So they're not That's even there. Yeah, Joe gets burned and T'Challa Trim locates in, yeah. Right. So they're not even there long. But like when you have read everything, you're going like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's that. Yeah. You know, when we think about this whole thing, we're going to go through it all. But like it makes you go back to even. The, so you go back to the Fantastic Four run. All Hope Lies of Doom. And you're just like, wait a minute. Were we talking about the Fantastic Four? Yes, series? we were. Or were we talking about partly here as well? Like, wait a minute. Oh, it was always here. That's what I'm saying. It's like, is that there's a moment in here. And I know you probably caught this, but I didn't catch it the first time and I'm reading it. And it's when Roberto and Sam show up to talk to Cyclops nigga. Hmm. He's like, it ain't an original request, Scott. I don't think so either. Isn't the day isn't saving the day what we're supposed to do. Scott, I spent a good portion of my life believing that, but now I don't, I see things more clearly now. As a game, Roberto, is Resurrection, and it's well underway. Nigga, when I read that again, I was like, you son of a bitch, you called your X-Men run. Yep. You I, t- He tells you what he's going to do. I was like, I'm sitting there going like, no, I, when I, like, because again, this is something I didn't, we never thought about it, because again, at this why point. Would, and, why would you think about it? Because in this, because in this moment, right, you're thinking about what had happened before where Scott talks about, how I got a Phoenix egg, and, and Roberto's like, that's a very dangerous man. And so when he's talking about the Phoenix egg and stuff like that in Resurrection, you're thinking, oh, okay, that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the Phoenix. He's going to use the Phoenix. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But now with additional context of what happened with the X-Men, you're like, I, I know that, that Scott didn't know about that, but like Hickman clearly did. And this Hickman was part of totally new. Oh, son of a, I was just like, this guy, like you called Resurrection with X-Men and that this being the game and this being the way for, like, it, it sometimes it it's it's just one of the things you read the stuff and again you don't have to again the thing with Scott makes perfect sense without the additional context right 
Because you're just like, yeah, 100%. everything. Like the conversation he has about the Sentinel standing outside the place and giving the new purpose and things like that. And, you know, all these things. And again, at this point, Scott is very, very, very radical. Is <laughs> an understatement. Um, so it all Scott's makes sense. Scott's also not, as, as Hank says, dangerous man, but a man of the times. These are dangerous <laughs> times. Exactly. Like I, yes, Scott's radical. But at this point, I was on some like, well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At well, this at this point, with what you're dealing with 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 the X Men, it makes total sense of what you're where they're at and how they're doing it, right? So everything makes sense there, and so you're just like, shit, okay. But then when you read what she did with X Men later on, year years later, you're just like, you you cocky son of a bitch, you called it then, right? Just like he called the Doom stuff before. Again, in that story, all hope lies in Doom makes total sense. But then you start going back because again, earlier in this Avengers run, I think it was like I think with the last run we did because it was when um Steve was going through time, he runs into Franklin. The same looking Franklin yeah. that we have in Fantastic Four. And so now you're going like, wait a minute. So the Franklin's there and Franklin kind of knows what's happening. Did Franklin and them wait. So were they helping was it all part of the plan of doing not just what, what they were doing in Fantastic Four, but also getting to the point here. And then you think about that because when Val's talking to her dad, she's telling her dad in that note, you know, you know, you're you're not going to win. Start figuring out how not to lose. This is the same thing to Doom. So it's the same thing to Uncle Doom. And now I'm like, like I'm like Jonathan. I I hate Chris. I just when they when they're in when they're in space when they throw the multiversal Avengers to the auger, Mm -hmm. they say we're going to flip a coin. Mm -hmm. One is life. The other's death. One path leads to your death, and that's to fight the Beyonders. Mm-hmm. One path leads to your life, and that's to confront Rabumalal, who they do not know is due. Mm-hmm. They do it though, and that goes back to the first lines of the run. It started with two men. One was life, the other death. Mm-hmm. When, and then, and that's and, and yeah, he calls this shot. It's a thematic through line. Well, he From calls it fucking shield, man. He, he calls this shot of <clears throat> when, and again, I, I swear to God, like, I don't care how they do Secret Wars and how they do it. All I do need, though, is I do need Reed to say everything dies. I do need that because I, it's such. I, I need so it. when he said the I word in the movie, yeah, I Susan said that I made a noise. <laughs> and, and I was just like, if he says, because he kept saying it, I was like, right. he's just throwing it around. Like, no one else figured out this thing. Right. Right. Um, I will say that everything dies is my new Avengers symbol. It well, because like, like no, because like I Doom has cheer. Doom uses it as his password, but but even then, right? Hickman calls his shot. Everything dies, right? And so, what ends up happening here is everything does die. Now there's a. There's a follow-on to that is everything dies and then we're going to try to bring everything back and things like that. But the end goal here is Hickman's destroying the Marvel Universe, right? Yes. And everything is going to die. And that's what it is. And again, by calling his shot, the whole thing with Steve and, and Tony is Tony knew that it was that. We could not win. Everything dies. That's what it is. Tony's all, and that's the that's what they play as the biggest betrayal. And I'm just like, what the fuck was he supposed to do? Um, he figured it out, and he admits it in the diner to Steve. Mm-hmm. In the flashback that shows at the end of this run, 
that he knew from Jump Street, from the moment the Illuminati formed, from the moment they put the machine together, that there was no one. Yes. Which tells you there who the smartest person in the Marvel Universe is. He didn't let hope or desire to control color his vision. Mm-hmm. Doom believed it could be stopped. Reed believed it could be stopped. Smart man looked at it and said, we're going to fucking lose. Mm-hmm. How do I lose less? Yes. <laughs> it's the... And, 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 and yes. I hate it that I'm over here like, fuck y'all, Tony was right. <laughs> Motherfucker was right. Like that I'm here. Like, if Ro listens to this, I expect a text. Give <laughs> <laughs> all the shit I gave it, her. It, but it's true because he's the only one next to, like, because again, out of everyone else, right? Tony's really the only one that, in a way, is uncompromised because he knows exactly who he is. Everyone mm-hmm. else is pretending to be something else. We, and you see this throughout the entire run, right? You get this, a, a perfect example of this is T'Challa, right? Right? Because T'Challa is, is compromised by also trying to be a king in a nation, right? Same thing. His with, desire to be a good man. And desire to be a good man. Tony knows I'm not a good man. <laughs> I, I do. You know? And I love that moment of when uh, Reed is talking to Steve about Tony and it's like, you don't understand who Tony is and the practicality of it. He's like, and all this stuff, Tony was building weapons. Like he, he rebuilt the planet killer in a remote, in a, uh, to be a remote, to be a remote while we were building this other shit over it. Well, I was, while he was helping me redesign the bridge, he was also doing that at the same time. You know, when they looked it up and and they got his files, and it was like 463 weapons he had designed at this time. <laughs> it's like, he's like, this is the greatest multitasker in history. This is what this man does. Like, he might not be the smartest of all of us, but his, it, it, this, is, this is like, okay, listen, he might not be the greatest shooter of all time. But he's the most efficient of it. So it's it's, it's like I, th- I forget how how Reed actually puts it on the, script, the page in front of me, but he says I'm very simple. One one problem, one solution. I, I, got, I got it right here. Working all the problems. Yeah, I got it. I got it right here. He's like, uh, despite the uh, despite the past year's differences in regards to you and me, he's talking to Steve. Well, our motivations are pretty clear. I am defined by my family and the purpose of everything that I can do to be distilled back down to that. And you, you are a good man. You do good things. Tony, however, is not as simple as us. He's a future man trapped in the now, a prisoner raging against the slow crawl of human evolution. His relationships, his morality, his ethics, all of these things are, all of these are highly adaptable, malleable to what he would call the greater good of mankind's necessity, a necessary survival and deniable and undeniable progress. Um, uh, and then he hands him this, the remote. He's like, it's Tony in a nutshell. It's a fraction. It's fractional, but I am smarter than he is. However, I have a t- tendency to be single-minded, one problem, one solution. Mr. Stark, on the other hand, is the world's greatest multitasker. He can focus on one problem, say the end of our universe, and at the same time be working on another. You know? Uh, and then he says, um, it's staggering, really, that ability of his. I remember when he first told me he had finished this. It was the same week we'd finished we finalized some multiversal enhancements to the bridge. Not as an easy easy thing to do. But at the same time we had been working on that, he had created, installed, and perfected an automated control system for the planet killer we captured back during the builder world. He's just not like us, Steve. He's not. 
it's just like and again there's that it's could you see this also right because it came out before with some of steve's issues with going against all these smart men right because he gets that when you're when you're getting them uh, facing down with Reed and them telling them something, you just want to show how much smarter than you are is this, right? And I think, again, there's a reason why he can kind of see past that with Reed, right? And and the way that Hickman tells the story, you still don't understand. Oh, you kind of get it, right? But it's like, why is Steve so focused on just Tony, right? We know what we saw before the eight-month breaks. But you find out later on, could you find it out from, um, I think it's either Natasha or Jessica, that there had been another meeting between when, when, when Tony had broken off from the, uh, the Illuminati. He had had a meeting with Steve. And nobody could figure out what the conversation was about. And, and, and then you see it at the end. When you get the conversation, yeah. you see what happened. And it's basically where you find out that Tony basically is lying to tell y'all what y'all want to hear because y'all don't want to hear the fucking truth. <laughs> no one really wants to hear real rap. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> like, you know, and, and 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 again, there's so many things. Again, when I when you read this Hickman stuff, that you go back and you, and it has new meaning. Like that time when uh, I think it was before, yeah, be, right right before we ended uh, the last uh, rap before uh, the cabal formed, you had um, Tony. I think that was when we had Tony facing down the. Um, uh, the alcohol. It's like, I can't beat this, but I can beat, I, I can beat this thing. I can beat this. Right. Right. And, and again, even then that's the one time you had Tony being real. He knew he couldn't beat it. Everybody else had hope. Everybody else said we can solve the problem. But again, and, and when you think about Tony throughout history, a lot of times, again, Tony's wrong a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it's usually the wrongness and the way he does things, the way he keeps it from people and the way he, but but then you see it's like well, well, well that's Mark writing him during Civil War. Right, exactly, right, right. But even then, when you look back at what they did with him in uh, Civil War Two, right, where they try to fix it, I know we say that it wasn't necessary, didn't need to do it, but the way they handled that had a more practical Tony, where Tony's just like, listen, 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 I've been down this rap. You don't want to do this. You're not going to listen, um, and you're going to be the bad guy. But <laughs> you know, and it's. Is Tony basically is admitting it's like yeah 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 nobody wants to hear that shit, right? Nobody wants to nobody wants to nobody wants to hear uh, the truth. You gotta yeah no nah, this is this is all bad. Move forward from there. So um, yeah, I I just really liked how how Hickman kind of brought all that out, and even the anger that you have from Steve, like when you have Natasha confronting Steve, basically going like. Y'all both were wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the, the the way that you can be mad at the way the Illuminati went, but you are now making this vindictive. Like, you aren't being you aren't being rational. You aren't going about this the right way either. Um, but I will say the way that that Reed picks at at Steve though. <sighs> Look, you can't say he's right and get mad at him for being himself. Okay. The the, <laughs> the chess game where he mostly broke down no. when he broke down the they they broke down the percentages of who was in the room, what he was doing, and how that they like I was just like, oh, see, you're also egging him on, like because this is y'all didn't have to be dickheads about it. Like that was a Hank McCoy special. <laughs> 
I was Hank in fucking uh, Bruce playing chess. Mm-hmm. What, what did Bruce say? Step your game up, son. Like, yeah, on. yo, what is that? <laughs> I was just this nigga don't even have his super soldier serum no more. You know he's old. Like, why the fuck would you? Oh my god! It just yeah, just <laughs> just needling. And I, I just yeah. I will. You know what? You're not. I am pro Illuminati. This is a pro Illuminati podcast. Didn't have to call him son. No, 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 no. Get, don't get me wrong. Right? Yeah, didn't have to call him son. Um, the uh, the <laughs> and and then the 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 way he broke it down uh, when he he writes a letter to Val, right? And oh, is breaking down my how he favorite two issues uh, of the entire thing. When he when when Reed breaks down how they have strategically, you know, basically called out Steve to kind of bring him to where they need, and you find out it's like. Because we need to hit on the cabal at this point. And he was like, you guys couldn't time. That means you guys would have to time it down two seconds. He's like, no, we couldn't do that. We couldn't. That's, that would have been impossible. We but could do a few hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> and I could see, like, it was that moment again. You could just see them needling Steve of a hot. You know we're smarter than you, right? <laughs> it's like, come oh, on. They were like, hey, 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 man, hey, man. Of course we couldn't. Come on. That's ridiculous. We couldn't do it in a couple seconds. But hours is possible. Oh, hell yeah. We got this. We, really we, can, we can plan this down to hours. That's not a problem. Yeah, man. It's just the, the, the chess You show match them what they expected and you show them what they did. Like him mm-hmm. writing that letter, to, the whole thing framed as a letter to Val is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, it is, is also the callback to um, when Sue gives him the letter the first time, the, uh, the, the note from Val. It's a callback to to the Fantastic Four room. She's like, "Got to remember, because like what what the older Val said. Remember, she's just a, she's just a child." Yeah, uh, it's a callback to yeah the letter Nathaniel leaves for Reed. Yeah, like this is like this is where I really start. Like, uh, why were the Celestials? Why did the Celestials go mad and attack the Council? Mm-hmm. Because something's going through multiverses and killing them. Yes. Like and, it's and you have a multiversal council of reads, so they're yes, yes. They know they're being watched. Yes, until the last chapter. And so it, the letter's great, but it's also a very good object lesson on how Hickman approaches his writing. Mm-hmm. It's he treats it like a war. Yeah, potential outcomes. And he educate if you go back and read it as the as a frame of a lens of a storyteller. Mm-hmm. It is my hope that you will use these experience, my experiences, these lessons to ease the transition to what you will one day become. It is my every expectation you'll be something much more than I was. Always endeavor to be your very best. So then we begin with your first lesson: making plans and the proper execution thereof. <laughs> And you're like, wait, because all that's the that's the overlay as he translocates one chess piece from one piece of part of the table to another piece mm-hmm. to, to start the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it ends with him saying, "Now show them what they did not expect," and his wife turning on everyone. Mm-hmm. And then, Namor and Black Bolt, who you haven't, who you haven't even noticed, you haven't seen. Because after Namor gets undressed by Doctor Doom in one of the greatest. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get the Doom in his. I got. We're gonna. We're, we got a whole thing on Doom. I gotta read. I, I, every time we do this, I gotta read that Doom speech because it's just so. 
<laughs> we so were good. born better. Yes. You used to know that. <laughs> Yo. But um you're oh. right. So so the end of the end of the, the end of the letter where he's like the thing about end games is this. It's really two strategies in one. First you show them what they guess might have been coming. And then and then again that where they guess might have been coming, right? And you get that 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 picture of of Sue because at that point Sue has basically boxed everybody off. So Steve knows that Sue was hoping Reed, right? Um, but then behind her, you have Medusa sitting there, and you're like, "Huh, where did Medusa come from?" And then, and then the the, and then you show them what they didn't, and that's Black Bolt and Namor coming off. You're like, "Wait the fuck? How the fuck? Do we, wait, huh?" It's and now we're Steve <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as the reader. The thing we suspected, of course, we suspected Susan. It's just kind of weird, but okay, suspected Susan. They told us the that we is, showed. We they showed us yeah. before with you know when she gave him the. So we knew that Susan was on his side, right? They weren't even trying to hide that from us. And again, like you said, going to the storytelling. But we knew that, but we didn't know the other thing because we had no. Last time we saw, all Nate, we've yeah. seen is this animosity between these two. The last two, oh, I love it. I problem. <sighs> yeah, 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 and it's just. It's it's so good. It's so good. So, yeah, and and again, the uh, the framing of all of this in um, the eight months, because because again, last time we saw this was a big fight with you know uh, the Avengers uh, getting Tony, uh, trying to get Tony, uh, the Illuminati realizing that you know basically there's no hope for us and and what's happening and things like that. So you don't really have an idea what's really going on. You know that there's new members of the Illuminati, so they've told some people. You know they're on the run. You know that uh, now uh, Steve is now an old man because this has happened after uh, that whole thing. Because last time we saw Steve, he hadn't, you know. So a lot of things happened in this in this time in between that we didn't see, right? And so, and, and I think the, I, I can't remember what the run, the cap run is, but they do tell you. How Steve got to be an old man. This is, you know, um, uh, 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 Sam is now Captain America. So all that stuff has happened uh, during this time, um, and so uh, uh, you you're trying to piece together how we got here. You know, that there was a falling out between some members of the Illuminati. That that Tony went off somewhere, and nobody's seen Tony in a while. Nobody's seen Black Bolt. You know. Um, and so you're trying to find all this stuff out and you just don't know. And Hickman in the Hickman way gives you bits and bits and pieces of it. Right. And I, I because I don't have this, I'm reading it from the trade, trade paperback. I, I want to say it's the first new Avengers run is where he has that conversation with doom and, and Namor. I believe it is. It's, yeah, it's the first issue. It's the first issue. Right. Because again, in telling you showing his hand, we haven't really gotten a lot of doom in in the story yet, and then you find out we've gotten doom. subtle touches of doom. So the very first incursion, or yes. excuse me, the second one happens over Let Mary. Yes, yes. So we know doom knows something, right? But we never revisit it. It's one of those Hickman things. Like here's a breadcrumb, here's a whole bunch of other bread. Ignore that crumb. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So you get the you get the doom. Speech. So Namor's come to Doom for help because he's basically like ah, the Cabal's out of control, 
<laughs> they're unmanageable. They're not just stopping, you know, they're not just destroying worlds for incursions, but like they're they're enjoying it. I'm like, well, I'm looking at Namor going like, well, look who you got on the cabal. It's basically part of the Black Order, Thanos, and, and like, of, of course they are. So, alternate Terax, like, it's not good. Right. So, um, you know, you have that moment where he does say, yes, Doom eats first and he eats the very best. You should understand this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got that, right? But then there's the moment where, you know, Namor's like, I need you. Which explains your appetite I and do. your real reason for being here. You've come for help. I have. I have. Together, you and mm-hmm. I could stand against such common behavior. Do what needs doing and no more. I do not beg, but I also do not lie. I need your help. And I would be grateful for it. Oh, you want me to read the next part? Or are you going to read? Oh, I thought you were going to do Oh, okay, okay, I can do do. Okay, okay, okay. I think not. What? You could have come to me first. You should have come to me first. But you did not. I can forgive your initial dalliances with Richards and the others, though nature is not conducive to that, to such practicality. But after that, you chose it to win with your subhuman lot. Now you regret it, and you drag that stinking carcass of your failure to my door. The fact that Namor responds at all to that <laughs> shows his strength of character. If someone said that shit to me, you <laughs> dragged the stinking carcass of your failure to my door. <laughs> and all I did was ask for help. Right. <laughs> they were better than me. They were better than me, man. Victor, please. Everything will stand or fall on what we face. You should have thought of that, Namor, and been and more carefully considered your position. You should have known better. Doom is no man's second choice. Now, you must excuse me. I have other concerns. Dog, like... <laughs> I don't know when they're going to give us movie doom, but just let hit me write the dialogue. That's, That's what it. I'm saying. Like, like, and this is the thing, right? It's like I, I don't need them to rush doom because, again, mm-hmm. it's just like Fox rush, rushed Apocalypse, right? No. You need – forget the look. For, I mean, no, you still need to look. Don't get me wrong. You still need to look. That's still very, very important. I mean, I even say forget the look. But just as important as the costume, the look, and things like that is the – dialogue for characters like this because doom for all his stuff the the arrogance the again remembering doom is a king he's a ruler right and he approaches that stuff in the same way there's also the fact that they bring this up again that one of the things that makes doom just like we had the conversation about what makes tony different from the other smart men the thing that also makes mm. doom different from from particularly reed is he's a man of both science and fiction right he is a man of you know uh believing smart man undertaking all this stuff but he's also a man of magic yeah so that opens up other doors that you that that reed himself can't get over <clears throat> right as smart as he is, Reese like, that doesn't make sense. There's got to be a reason for this. I got to figure that shit out. And Doom would just be like, no, it's the mystical arts. Of course it. You need, so, to, you need to understand so that shit. That happens in the second issue of this run. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the first issue of New Avengers. Also in that issue, T'Challa reveals that they've been betrayed by Namor when he tries to get the bombs. Mm-hmm. And that's the last time we really see T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Until the end of the beginning of, uh, I guess the end of Chamberback 2. Mm-hmm. 
in that fight. And it's the Hickman thing. Here's the thing I want you to see. I'm going to take it away now. Mm-hmm. Ask more questions. And the Doom thing becomes a through line where every few issues we get a couple of segments with Doom. Mm-hmm. And eventually, not even eventually, immediately, we get to meet his ace in the hole of the molecule man we get the, i think that's the end of the i think that's the end of the the that issue yeah is that when you see molecule man, and you're like wait a minute because at one point christoph was like hey hey i you know i mean good speech dad you know we needed to say that to because because fuck him but you know is he not an ally yeah so he says forgive me father but regarding first namor is he not an ally has he not always been an opportunity to miss i think no christoph you must recognize the broken for what they are all you have, rec- all you have, regardless of by which ethos one is governed, is loyalty to who we are. And that man who sat at the, our table, fallen, unrecognizable to me. <laughs> it's like, but it's true. And then so you're like, and, and then also the thing too is like, not to mention like, we already know all the stuff that he can provide us. And that's what he says. Everything dies is the authorization password for getting into his room with the thinker so his entire thing is not how to stop it it's how did it begin yes 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 you know and yes and so he has the molecule man and you don't know too much about what's going on with that right. but then they slowly slowly as you get to it and i don't even remember what the issue is it's late in when you finally get the the breakdown from reese about what's happening right and he's explaining to to Doom how we got to this point, and it's just one of those things of like <sighs> Hickman, you're a crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. Especially when all of a sudden, here's Hank Pym through the multiverse. Mm-hmm. You see the, the 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 things that we weren't shown. You get to see them trying to make Exodus planets through the Cosmic Cube. Them talking to Celestials before they stopped showing up, and they didn't know didn't know why. You get to see the the the, the shot of the Captain Britain Corps getting torn apart by the multiversal by by the Aleph's, mm-hmm. and then you get to reveal that guess what? Hickman puts them back with ten of swords. Yeah. <laughs> like people are like, this isn't an X Men story. I'm like, first of all, yes, it is. Second of all, it's a Hickman story, nigga. He's been telling this other like it's Chris. When you start to get your mind around everything he's planned, and now. With his name on Spider-Man things, it's just horrifying. Yeah. Well, and I think that's something that gets me right when, when, when you're you're, you're starting looking into this stuff. It's like how we talked about this before about like, hey, you know, we say they're going to be doing some Secret War stuff in MCU. People are like, oh, but they can't tell the what. I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys are missing some of the things. Like the the Hank Pym going through the multiverse. You kind of got that briefly with Chavez and and. And, uh, and and strange when they were going through and some of the things they were seeing that kind of flashed on the screen. Because I think at one point you did see the Living Tribunal, which you see the Living Tribunal, and and a sliver of him keeps dying in every reality. Like yes, it's the things they put in that on that screen, right? And so it's like I don't know. And then like guys, you're 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 kind of getting this, and also the idea of, of of sending Hank Pym through the multiverse. You're getting Quantumania and Ant Man. And so you're getting some yep. of this stuff. Like, so I'm like, I don't, you're, you're not going to get the exact story, 
but some of the elements they've already lied there. You've gotten the but idea that you the, also look at. Go ahead. Right, no, I was going to say that. I mean, even I know Eternals wasn't the greatest for folks, but you even get the idea that there's something going on with the Eternals in the Eternals, right? So you got something wrong with the the Celestials in that movie, and so it's like, wait a minute, well, wait, we brought in Celestials, and this could go bad, real bad. Like it's just, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Even wilder than that is you look at some of the other properties that they've recently revitalized in the Marvel Universe, like Contest of Champions, which is they've turned into the idea of different variants of different characters fighting in an arena for a Grandmaster. And while Secret Wars may not look like universes colliding and incursions may not look like what we think of as incursions having read these books, those words to me something different. And... Is there a better idea than him just doing a Kindness of Champions movie? Right. Well, it's the versus battles from YouTube put on screen, or make that a what if season. You know what or, I'm saying? Like, well, that or I'm, or or taking bits and pieces of Hickman's Secret Wars with the original Secret Wars. Because at one point, again, you find out that the White Knights are the Beyonders in this, and so yeah. that ties back to the original Secret Wars, where again they make, make mention it's like, yeah, remember that. The adolescent uh, beyonder we had to deal with that gave us hell. These are the these are the ones that are actually like not adolescents, and there's more of them. Holy shit! Right? This is more of that. You can take comp, you can take bits and pieces of both, right, and bring them all together in there. That's another option of doing. Like take bits and pieces of Hickman's incursion stuff, but then also take the original storyline from from their first secret wars to kind of bring all that stuff together. It's, it's there's so many right. things you can do. Right. And, and, and the thing that makes Heckman so great, he's destroying them. He's destroying a universe. But at the same time, again, it's the thing of, <laughs> it's so meta, right? He's doing the, everything dies, but doesn't give you the follow on to that is everything dies, but he actually intentionally does. Cause he gives you with the, the ex Nilos, the everything dies, but you can also grow it again. And so you're going to see that. Yeah. Yes. So you're gonna get that. You're, you're gonna get that with, you know, when we go into Secret Wars, everything's dying. But then he also then does things like bring back the Maker and the Ultimate Universe, and then ties that in, you know. And you're like, wait a minute, wait. So we're, oh, wait. What are we? What are we doing here? You're you're about to, you're about to end the universe, and then you collided it with the Ultimate Universe and the Six One Six Universe being the own the last two standing. Earths, wait, what are you doing, sir? What are you doing? You know? And it's a, this the death and rebirth cycle that he does here. That you see so much throughout all of his writing is here. You see it so heavily in X-Men, right? We got that heavily in X-Men. Everything he does is it's around It's not just that. his writing, it's storytelling in general. Like it's, right. it's the, the idea of Ragnarok is the destruction of the Asgardian pantheon to be reborn. Like it's uh, it's a resonant story. It's a it's a resonant format in our storytelling historically. So the idea that these things have to die off to be reborn, it's it's yes, it's it's very indicative of his writing, but it's also something more primal and something more deeply rooted than even that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you see it repeat itself in individual stories. Part of the eight month gap is Thor is no longer worthy, so he goes to the multiverse armed with the uh, uh, the hammer of an un- unworthy Thor. Mm-hmm. And in the end of the last battle, he can no longer w- wield it because he's worthy again. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that I, I love the whole thing with. And again, I think the other thing too that that I love about Hickman's writing is he does this whole cast of characters in. And again, it's a thing that should happen in storytelling. It's not just him. A lot of a lot of good writers do this. You see this in TV shows and things like this. But you have this wide range of characters. Because again, he set up this Avengers machine and brought in all these different Avengers. And you get so many personal moments with all of them. So you get Hyperion being a father. And when he has to tell his yeah. children, I have to go. I have to. I might not come back, but this is what I have to do. You know, when you get Thor, and again, because it's eight months later um, in the story, so many things have happened. Like at one point when, when, when Steven, when they, they come across Steven and Steven looking at Thor going like, what happened to your arm? <laughs> right? It's like, it's like, you're like, oh shit, that is right. He became unworthy. He lost his arm. All these things happened in this time frame, and he ha- Stephen hasn't seen him since then because Stephen disappeared himself. Took the took the black priest uh, helmet and just and then went off. And I'm like, son of a bitch. When you also realize too that because we're moving through time, that the story that the Black Swan tells about um, the black priest coming. Uh, when she opened the door and the key, you're like, Stephen was with them. Cause it's not, yes. it's not linear storytelling. So you're getting the other, the other side of it. Cause at that, in, in the early in the story, they're being, t- uh, the, the black swans say there's too They've never come in this, this kind of force. And you know, they've come in that kind of force because this is after Stephen has met with Thor and, and, and the Hyperion yeah. and the Avengers group. And they had gone the separate ways. So that's the only reason why oh, the black priest, Right, because they flipped a coin. And I'm like, but wait a minute. We got that story like a year ago, <laughs> right? And you're like, yes. again, nonlinear storytelling. We're now, you know, it's the cycle of the, <laughs> it's just like that moment You want to get more meta? Yes. You want to get more meta? Yes. What's their one advantage over the Beyonders that Doom says? They can only operate linearly. Yes. The advantage of the storyteller over the reader. Yes. We can only you only get the pieces in the order I give them to you. Mm-hmm. I'm if you lay out this story, it's not a confusing story. It's not. But if you lay it out chronologically, it loses the poetry, it loses the beauty, it loses the complication that makes it matter. Mm-hmm. Right. And Hickman's telling you this. He's telling you this about his writing with his writing. Mm-hmm. Because we I... are the Beyonders. We destroy these things. We want we're the ones ending universes early and inadvertently causing the end of it all. Mm-hmm. We're saying, hey, that was a dumb series. Why does that book still have a why are that book selling? You should cancel this book. We're being negative. So we're killing an industry, we're killing a business that we claim we love. And he brings it back and he blamed us again for bringing it back and saving it in the last issue of Secret Wars that we've covered a thousand times on this network. Yes. Be covering again soon. But this is the first time I want everyone to realize that the Beyonders are you. He's condemning you, the reader. Mm-hmm. The toxic, pugnacious, visceral, disgusting, hateful way you guys talk about people talk about comics, people talk about the medium, people talk about creativity in general. You're killing the thing you love. Well, yeah, and not just, just comics. Like, we, see this, we see this all the time with, 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 with even good TV shows, right? Where it's like, 
Well, why are we doing that order? Oh, I wanted to binge it all. It's like, but that's not how this needs to happen. You need sometimes you need to let a story breathe. Unless it's Halo, and then you can't let that story breathe. That story's trash. But uh, you in, just in, that story in, in, in some in some cases, like I'll give you a perfect example, right? Um, the Expanse. I love that show. Right, The Expanse is one of those shows that had it been more widely watched, I don't think it would have gotten where it got. Because people would have been like, wait, I don't understand. Because the first two, three seasons of that stuff can be kind of confusing. You know they're going somewhere, but you're trying to figure out what it is. But it needed time to do that. It needed time to tell the story. We saw this with Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. that first season, right? Yeah, they loosened things up as they went along. But you need to lay the groundwork first, and then everything built off that groundwork, right? It's that. And because we're only operating linearly, we don't understand that, well, no, I have a story where that thing that I seed in first season doesn't get handled until season five. But I planned out the first five seasons, so I know that. You don't, as the reader. The watcher don't know that, but I know that as the creative who's doing that. And you have that here, right? And it's mm-hmm. also the way he writes the Beyonders that their whole thing here is just an experiment. Well, I'm doing it because, almost because they're bored. So their idea is they created, they created Owen Reese as and his origin is basically he's one being across all that a shared conscience across all the multiverse and so what would happen if we killed him all at the same time right with that with that what would happen if we did that and so the answer here with doom is and again the early death of everything well what if we start killing molecule early before well the experiment. And the only way to do it because they look literally is to hide from them. Yes. And what does he do with Doom in this story? He hides him from us. Yes. And Doom is ready to tell us what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. We are like the beyond we are the beyonders. We're surprised by Doom. That's why he gets us unaware. Mm-hmm. He has to make himself a god in secret. He has to build a religion in the dark to combat the Beyonders. But then remember, again, in the Fantastic Four series, he had done that. Dog. <laughs> He, he gave it, but he, he couldn't it, because he made a religion out of himself. Exactly. It was mm. dog. The, 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 I'm so glad we're doing this. It's it's one of the like, someone talk But again, like shit. the thing, and that's why I'm saying it's like what I love about this story is again on its own is a good story, but when you put it into the context mm. of other stories we had before, it makes it even better. It's the again going to the nonlinear storytelling. So at this point, it's not even nonlinear and just. The Avengers and New Avengers run is nonlinear in the whole entirety of what Hickman's story has been. Mm-hmm. Right? Going all the way back to that shield run, right? <laughs> Going there. Because again, we do the same thing there. You know, mm-hmm. you have them exactly. their way they're they they they, they defeated. They're you're 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 basically fighting uh, a, a a multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> across the same time that is how they're they're, they're they they defeat uh what's his name at the end uh it was, it was uh not da vinci it was um newton what's it, newton mm-hmm. okay. I think, yeah so like it is that it is and then on top of that you realize it's like oh but that's nathaniel richards also and son of a bitch you know yeah. the fact that again at one point when when um, 
uh, and this is kind of why I wanted, and I know he kind of does it here. We don't need it almost be reductive, but I kind of did want Hickman to write Tony because of what Reed said in that speech to, to, to Steve when he called him the future man trapped in the now. And yeah. I'm like, oh. but see, see that, that word means something to me, right? <laughs> that, that, that means something. And I'm like, okay. All right. All right. I'm not gonna, okay. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's so good, man. It's so good. Because again, Every time I read this stuff, it, it just gets better and better. You have these awesome, right. great moments, but then also the characterizations of them, right? It's just he's able to he's able to really get the personal stories against the end of universes, mm-hmm. right? You know that moment and when then you hear the name Rapunzel mm-hmm. in the very first appearance of the Black Swan, yeah. And that's doom. The whole so when the whole you, time is doom. You go back through this and replace that word with doom. Yeah, man. But think he about. Had, it. But you literally hit doom from us to to beat us to but, beat the reader to but, beat right. our expectations to do the thing he said and show them what they expect and then show them what they don't. But he hid doom under the name. Of but Ball. and then we think about it, right? Had he said doom and had they known it was doom being the great destroyer, they would have. What would they do? They would have rallied to stop him. But the fact of the matter is, it needed to be this way. Now, what Doom does after that, we'll, we'll, you know, and we'll, we'll get to that. However, you, this needed to be done this way, right? And, yeah. and, and in order to do it, you had to hide that, right? It's just, yeah, man, it's, it's this stuff is just so damn, so damn good. It, it just, every time I read it, it and, and, and think about the story and how they, he puts it together and, Every time you read it, you find new bits and pieces, right? That tie back to something that you you read before, or you've seen before, and things like that. Um, it just, yeah, yeah, man, it so, so, so good, so, so good, you know. Um, and, and then we get, of course, the rest of the universe turning on Earth mm-hmm. after Hickman showing you, he showed you the Avengers saving the universe. All these were Avengers worlds, mm-hmm. and they all turn on Earth. And who's ready to stop them? Who knew this is coming? Tony fucking Stark. <laughs> mm. Oh man, got to be prepared. You know, the Look, the phase he hid Earth, yeah. the world killer on the red spot of the sun, mm-hmm. of the moon, of Jupiter. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. It's just. In the backdrop of all this, we still get stuff like Sam and Bobby and Bob and Sam and Izzy's kid. <laughs> and like we get like little moments. It's just Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's yeah. Oh man. This this is this is just such a it, it it's so good. And again, I mean, the story's not complete because you end with basically being you end with Steve and Tony fighting to the death it seems you know with after they have breakfast yeah after they, well no i think that was a flashback right oh yeah, no the, i know it was but I, the yeah. way it's presented I just yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah yeah they show him landing for breakfast before they show them fighting mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then yeah it's just and then you get that while the last two marvel universes come Clyden about to come face to face the ultimate universe well, that now Captain has the cabal says the words to him you've known all along Mm-hmm. You've always known. Don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
I mean, yeah, what do you want me to tell you guys? We're all going to die? Like, how would that have been taken? Oh, <laughs> Tony. Like, like when, when his indignation, when um, Jessica and Natasha show up to him and was like, unleash yeah. me. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that was classic Tony. Yo. He was just like, are you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you serious right now? You know, or so even the comment for what? Right. Even even when Black Swan com- is confronting him, he's like, I know what I am. <laughs> it's like, now what about you? Right. Turns it back mm. onto her. It's like Tony's one of the people like. He's totally aware this entire time. What he's doing. But even then, like it also brings questions. Right. Because I think part of the problem that. The Illuminati, because you're like, you, you never really fully get get it about the break between Tony and the Illuminati. But then you realize it's like, oh, Tony didn't tell the Illuminati he had created this whole entire Avengers machine. They knew he was working with Steve. He didn't tell them he had made the most powerful Avengers team <laughs> ever. And now they're like, now we got them coming after us? Tony, what the fuck, man? Cause it took me a while. Yeah. To, it took me a while to figure out. I was like, "But why did he break from the the Illuminati?" I get, I get the Steven Avengers thing, but why is the Illuminati kind of like on some on some bad terms with them? And every now and then, you kind of you get it from some of the characters talking about what's coming after them. And you're like, "Oh, Tony, Tony really was playing both sides. He didn't tell yeah. either side about fully what like." Well, he didn't tell. Uh, obviously, the other side didn't know anything about the Illuminati, but he didn't tell the Illuminati that he was. Because I, I know there were a couple of times when we saw this, where there was a couple of times when, uh, like Tony didn't go with the Avengers to space, and he was feeding information back to the Illuminati. But I didn't know that he didn't tell them everything he was doing with that Avengers team, right? And then you find no. out it's like, oh, oh, Tony. <laughs> Like, I understand. I get it. You know, again, again, it's that thing of Tony's thinking we, about practicality. We can disagree with the method. Tony wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't. Like, because again, if you think about it, everything he did here, it actually, it buys the wrong team time. Right? It, <laughs> it buys Doom time to do what Doom needs to do. But what <laughs> Doom did the, was save everything. I, that's what I'm saying, right? So, but Doom needed that time with, like, but again, he, yeah, it just... He get mad again. Oh, my God. Because it's the same thing, yeah, you just figured it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's catastrophe theory. You yes. spread out catastrophe. <laughs> it's the only way to survive. He did it again. He did it again. He did it again. He did the same story from Fantastic Four. He did it here. And... The difference is is who you're watching. You're not watching the people you're supposed to be watching. You don't watch Doom, and you you watch the wrong thing from Tony, right? You don't see everything that Tony's built. Tony is built not just this Avengers machine that then, if you think about it, becomes a self-autonomous, right? To the point that when Steve and that Avenger team breaks off to go after the Illuminati— Roberto's Avengers team fall, uh, breaks out by is buying aim is now a whole other team itself. So now you've gotten all these Avengers like it's just it's so much. And so now they're set to do things like protect the you know stop the you know, work to stop the um 
the they're from being destroyed, which gives again, like it's just sixteen seconds, right? <laughs> it's like it's just, I just, oh my god, man, it's just, it's so good, it's so good. Like even the fact Before that despite the whole thing, I do want to touch on the fact that. When we covered the Hickman universe, our uh, Ultimate Universe stuff, it may have felt like a departure. It was not. Right. Everything he built over there is coming to a head here, too. Well, I love that one you know, point. The cabal, with, yeah, yeah, go ahead. when they're betrayed, ends up on that Earth. Mm-hmm. And that's bad for everyone. Well, it's bad for everyone, but also... Uh, will... yeah. Well, I love the fact that, that the maker, the readers was there, at one point even shows you... He make he makes a he makes a jab at the uh, this Illuminati, not knowing about anything about this Illuminati, who talks about the anti the antimatter device. When he comes up with a better way of dealing with destroying Earth, he's like, "Yeah, it's much better than the antimatter device I did." I don't even know what I was thinking when I did that. And I'm like, "Um, you mean like the ones that are currently used by the Illuminati and the Cabal right now, the old model?" Because, but again, you this is a read that doesn't have the same inhibitions that. I don't even want to say inhibitions, right? Doesn't have the same. Yeah, yeah that's wrong. Because <laughs> famous doesn't have the same motivations and concerns. This is the this is the read without without morals, right? Without a family. Um, you see why that reads bad. <laughs> yeah, very very clearly, and I like how they don't even hide the fact that he's hiding things from Fury. Mm-hmm. Like they're very easy. He's like, I'm just reading Richard Dines. Like, I'm clearly the fucking maker still. You can't undo what I did. You can't undo evolution. Right. And then it's just, I don't know. It's just that one, even though those writings felt like a departure at the time, it it, it wasn't. It informs everything that happens here. And then we get the fist fight in War Machine armor versus uh, Iron Man armor, Tony versus Steve. Mm-hmm. And we get interspersed with the first conversation they had during Avengers 1. Yep. Or the, excuse me, the first conversation they showed us, because that all happened after they mind wiped his ass. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we have to get bigger. You had us running in a circle. You, didn't you? You knew. You knew it was a lie. You knew there was no stopping this. We needed time to try. Yep, he did it again. Yeah. He bought him time. <laughs> just, just, man. Oh, God. It's, it's, uh... I love this shit, man. I, I love these kind of stories and the, the way they write these stuff and and pull it all together, man. Because it just it just it just flows so well, you know. So um, the last words of the, the whole run before I'm just gonna read this really yeah. quickly. It started with two men. That one was life and one was death. One always wins. Everything dies. <laughs> like what the fuck you want, man? Like, like that's I'm, it. I'm sorry. They, you're right. I'm I'm with you. This phase of the MCU, everything dies is my Avengers Assemble. <laughs> Dog, I let him say it one good time. I just need to hear it. I I need the speech. Shit, put it in a fucking trailer. I don't care. Like, I need... I will buy an Everything Dies shirt. Yes. <laughs> I, put it like, in a coffee mug. I, I will, you know, everything dies with, like, <laughs> the little dash, Reed Richards. Right? <laughs> the Reed I just yeah, oh man, and again the the, the funny again yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah so, all right we will be back. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get it in in this month, but um, uh, but we will 
definitely get it at the beginning of uh, June. We'll get uh, Secret Secret Wars. So stay tuned for that. And then uh, we'll do Secret Wars, and I think we'll do X-Men all. Uh, those will be the last two. So we'll have uh, Hickman Part 10 and then Hickman Part 11, and we'll wrap it up there. And then we'll move on. I know we have some other things that we wanted to to cover on the character corner. So we'll be starting that probably around the beginning of middle of July. We'll go forward from there. So, um, yeah, folks, um, now's the time to read up on all this shit. Cause I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna apply. <laughs> I feel like we're, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I kind of guessed it with the Loki stuff, but like, this is got them saying incursions this early was very, very, very good. Start. Yes. And that's where I'm at with it too. Cause they may not come back to it for a while. Yes. So, um, all right, folks, make sure you guys subscribe, Character Corner, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll be more back soon. So until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.